Are we recording, Luke? We are recording, Adam. Okay, well, let's do this then. <laughs> All right. Hmm. All right, here we go. Shake it off. And five, six, seven, eight. So we start each week with one of us coming up with an idea for a character. We make heroes. We make villains. The fun show nobody gets to see. The best show happens backstage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're saying is we're, we're inviting you in to enjoy the parts of the process that we enjoy. If anyone listening gets inspired to make something original for themselves, then we've done our job. I think that even though the whole podcast is us creating the character, it's a podcast about writing process. We forget it's a podcast and get lost in the story. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of the B-Mega podcast. My name is Adam. I am one of the co-creators and hosts here. I'm here with my friend Luke. Hey, Luke. Hey, Adam. How's it going? Good, man. I, I want to, well, full disclosure, I'm in Canada, but Luke and probably lots of our listeners in America, how, how was Thanksgiving? I hope, I hope everybody had a, a festive holiday. It Did was, you? Oh, I, I ate my, my head's weight in gravy and noodles. Oh, well, that seems like the only amount of gravy and noodles one could possibly eat. It's, it's better than my, my body's weight in gravy and noodles. That's great. So. Well, anybody who joined us last week heard us create a hero called Patience Mustard on Thanksgiving, no less. And I thought, mustard on Thanksgiving, what a strange pairing. So I wanted to say, Luke, if you, what, if you could have anything on Thanksgiving, any strange request, what would it be? I would ask someone to make chocolate-covered, deep-fried cranberry balls. Oh, that actually sounds pretty good. I, okay. I'm not a fan of cranberries. I can tolerate them, but I love me some chocolate. And deep fried anything is is a, is a good way to go. Well, all right. Well, maybe you can come up. Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, so it's you don't have as long to wait. You can come visit, and, and we'll do it. We'll make them then. Okay. Hoo-ha-hee! Sounds great. Previously at the Mega HQ. So, Adam. Yeah, Luke. Have you ever seen Bigfoot? But me personally? Like yeah. in face-to-face? Yeah, right? like have you ever had an in-person experience? Uh, not, uh, let's say, not that I would admit to. Okay, okay. I haven't either, and I've always wanted to. That's a weird thing to say, but I've always wanted to see Bigfoot because it seems like every time you see a report of someone seeing Bigfoot out in the woods, it's always... Not always, but it seems like there's generally just one creature. And I always thought that was strange. Like, there's just always this one giant creature walking around. I want to see a community of these things. I want to see how they interact with each other. I want to know if they have doctors, if they have lawyers, garbage men, clergy. So in thinking about that, trying to figure out, like, what what a Bigfoot society would look like, I came up with a character name for this week. Father Bigfoot. Time for the brainstorm. I really liked this idea, and I was the biggest thing I was curious about in sort of coming up with some ideas for where this, where Father Bigfoot could come from, was where do you see this character starting? Like, where is home for Father Bigfoot before becoming endowed with powers and such? It has to be. Well, I think the the whole group. I think I think they mainly exist in the Pacific Northwest. 
So you just picture this as a hidden away community of big feet, big right. big foots. I, I guess it'd be big. What's the plural? Of I big don't know. Foot? How clear that up for me because I don't see. This is the thing you've presented a dilemma because you don't often hear about them in plural. I think we should just put that up as something that. All right. Well, we'll leave that. that listen we'll, should tell us because. Right. So we're so we're open for call-ins. <laughs> we respond to carrier pigeon or we have a fax machine. Twitter, Twitter, and messenger penguin. <laughs> Messenger penguin. It's very slow. I mean, that was, I was picturing the same thing. I was wondering, was Father Bigfoot a member of some sort of clergy before this, the event? I think before he becomes Father Bigfoot, he is just, he is a part of the Bigfoot community. And they, they are not necessarily, right. I see. they're not, it's not a diversified uh, group of, of creatures. They just all kind of roam and they keep themselves hit selves hidden from humans for the most part but uh, okay so that's good they're just hunter gatherers i think his eventual transformation helps kind of bring some uh variation into their into their society right i think i was picturing maybe that the bigfoot bigfoots had a more advanced society where they where he was already a member of some sort of clergy but did you have any sense of like a specific purpose of father bigfoot does that come from the event that makes father bigfoot father once his his transformation occurs he that set, gives him this great purpose. he sets out and he has a purpose afterwards so before it happens the thing like his his happiest moments are scaring hikers and campers while he's getting some food not not right. not to to kill them or eat them or anything he just thinks it's fun this transformation eventually occurs and things change for him intellectually. So they're a simple clan of Bigfoots. Right. It's so funny because I was picturing a much more advanced society of Bigfoots. Kind of Similar like, to a pretty modern human society. Like a primate Atlantis. Exactly. I had thought that they hide themselves from people. They're sort of more advanced in that way. Okay. They don't. They don't really want anything to do with people. And that Father Bigfoot is sort of a, a leader of the community of Bigfoot. I'll be honest with you. I, I had initially kind of thought about that kind of separate society yeah, to yeah. begin with, but but that you just kind of hit a point where both of our our storylines come together. I had that there was already a bit of a religion, and I don't think it mattered that I think Father Bigfoot could become Father Bigfoot through the incident. That makes a lot of sense. Because otherwise, why would you be Father Bigfoot? So I had that one of the few human possessions they had was an old VCR, a VCR TV combo that some campers had left behind with a complete set of all the films featuring Bill Murray <laughs> and that they worshipped Bill Murray. They were the brotherhood of Bigfoot believers in Bill. <laughs> What did you have for a catalyst? So, because this is all sort of building together well. Maybe we yeah, can still use this in yeah, some way. Yeah, totally. I had Father Bigfoot discovering a meteor that's fallen in a desolate part of the forest. He comes upon this rock that's half embedded in the ground, and it's uh, got this cloud of like extraterrestrial spores just kind of floating yeah. around it. And his exposure to those spores grants him a supreme intelligence. He starts to kind of see himself differently within right. the world. 
and he sets out to establish a more civilized community uh, within his the cryptid civilization of, of Bigfoot creatures. So that layers really perfectly with what I <laughs> Which was that he was out walking in the woods and there was a sudden flash in the sky and he was face to face with a with a floating Bill Murray. <laughs> the concept, I guess, was that Bill Murray is an alien <laughs> or that there is some alien society where everyone looks like Bill Murray. That would be even better. I, whatever. And, and that he was given some kind of power. But I think it could be we could blend these two concepts. I think so. I, what if he sees this flash goes mm -hmm. in in search of it and finds this meteor and this cloud of glowing spores yeah. and they take the shape of Bill Murray yes kind of feeding from his thoughts from this this VCR yeah, yeah. that they've yeah. that they've used in their society right. and they so use it's that only, as, so it's, it's not like he's that talking it to God. has anything to do with Bill Murray it's just that they're advanced enough that the spores know what he wants yeah they're like oh this is of all the creatures that we've come across, this is the easiest representation of a deity that we could possibly create. This is so great. basically, he just has alien fungus. That's what's that's that's what makes him mega. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. He's infected with alien it's, fungus. It's an alien bacterial infection, and it affects his cognitive abilities and and other things. Okay. Good. So so good. oh, and then what? Well, then so. <sighs> Because he is he's Father Bigfoot, he starts he right. he goes back to the community and he these aliens these this spore this alien presence maybe is constantly with him like they're ta it talks to him as yes. as Bill Murray as the God Bill Murray. <laughs> so that's how he goes so, back and, and and because the bacteria is super intelligent, he has that. So that's he's he's he has a certain amount of wisdom. Through this alien intelligence, he comes to realize that not all humans are evil. Now that he sees that how how bad some humans are, he has a real bone to pick with. So he's he's a he's an environmentalist hero. Mega power due to the, the 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 alien presence. The alien spores are able to take the shape and voice of whatever they want that's how they took the shape and voice of bill murray they allow father bigfoot to take the voice of bill murray and because he had had memorized all of the all of the tapes the holy word of bill as they call it at times of stress or of you know like if he's going to to fight some evildoer in the forest he quotes bill murray which this would be a better power if i knew a bunch of bill murray quotes Mega ability. Father Bigfoot possesses a greater vocabulary than the rest of his uh, his Bigfoot clan. Right. So his public speaking skills are are magnificent. They're beyond those of any mere mortal man. And when he gets really intense, when things are at their most dire, that's when he he starts quoting uh, Bill Murray movies. And yes. those are like his words of passion to move his people. And he can also use those same quotes as a way to connect with humans. Ah, uh, right on. Because so, everybody likes a Bill Murray quote. Right. When, so <laughs> if he's, when he ventures out and he's trying to befriend the good humans, he, he can speak well, but he can't speak well <laughs> in English. Right. He can speak well in Bigfoot. Mega ability. Father Bigfoot because of the alien spores has the ability 
to surround himself with an invisibility shield so that when he's out pursuing evildoers in the in the wilderness he can't be seen when he doesn't want to be seen so he is so and then when he attacks he just is like he can just could you imagine (laughs) just being like out like dumping some oil like we're just dumping some oil out here in the forest (laughs) and then all of a sudden like out of the clearing like a bigfoot appears (laughs) (laughs) shouting bill murray quotes at you <laughs> Could you imagine like running away, soiling yourself, and laughing at the same time? Because you're like, ha, ha, wait, what? Mega gear. He should be a master of a martial art, and his martial art is based on fighting with a titanium spork that he stole <laughs> from some campers. I was going to give him a special item that was like the staff that he carried to walk with that I was going to say he had when he first encountered the the alien whatever and that his staff was given power to use it. But I love the idea of the spork, the titanium spork. What if he has the staff and he's just like taped the spork to the end of it? <laughs> So he has like this big bow staff with a titanium and that's how, spork. But that's how it always was before, because he was just a right. simple Bigfoot before. He so just he put just, it up in the air. It's like, oh, this is shiny. He tried to fight the presence with it. They wanted to embody him anyway. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? When an alien wants to embody you, <laughs> you may as well just put your spork away and take it. Nemesis. I feel like Father Bigfoot should have a nemesis who is from another clan of Bigfoots who have a different belief system and are against the environment and and work with bad people to destroy the environment. I imagine that particular Bigfoot or those that set of Bigfoot creatures like shaving themselves. Yes, to be more like Like people. They're more like humans, but they're obviously not doing a good job. And they and they live in the suburbs. Like they all just live in big houses in the suburbs. They just try to fit in, but they really just freak out their neighbors because they're these big naked Bigfoots. How many times could I say Bigfoots in one episode and not sound like an idiot? No, probably I sounded like an idiot every time I said it. They drive big SUVs, like yeah. big gas guzzlers, big Hummers, um, yeah, gold chains. They're just kind of obnoxious consumers. Enemy. I thought his nemesis could be. The Chupacabra, while Father Bigfoot seeks to create a civilized society within his own people and and ultimately coexistence with the right humans. Right. The Chupacabra is really immature, is just content with just slaughtering livestock uh, and taking like taking poorly focused selfies of himself <laughs> with with his victims. Yeah. Um, he's like a sixth year collegiate cryptid um, who just drinks way too much. Uh, he has really bad self esteem. He takes his aggressions out on like innocent animals, yeah. and occasional humans. So what's his what's his name? Just Chupacabra is like in the American Southwest and in Mexico supposedly, and it kills pets and livestock. And right. some All people right, say it's on. an alien. Some people say it looks like a dog. All right. Well, that's but, good. So why don't well why don't you have chupacabras be the society that live in the suburbs? Is that too weird? No. 
I like the thought of like these kind of naked uh, bigfoots. J- these jaded naked bigfoots. People think that the naked bigfoots they mistake them for chupacabras because they're just these ugly gnarly. Just these, yeah. So when they're out at night, they're always mistaken for chupacabras. Yes. When they're out at and during the day, they're mistaken for just jerkwads. Yeah, just ugly, big, meaty dudes <laughs> and women and ladies. They dress in regular people clothes, but they're like, because they're just huge. This just in from Megaton City. Furry vigilante Father Bigfoot confuses corrupt CEO with passionate mashup of Bill Murray monologues. Mega Origin. Turgurt was a simple Sasquatch who lived in an isolated portion of the Pacific Northwest. His community of cryptid primates had remained mostly hidden from humankind for centuries, except on rare occasions when they startled sleeping campers or played practical jokes on lost hikers. Tours' Sasquatch brethren worshipped at a strange holy shrine left at an abandoned campground a TV-VCR combo, and a backpack full of Bill Murray's greatest hits. Tour was awakened one evening by a meteor that crashed near his home in the woods. When he approached the space rock, a glowing cloud of sentient spores erupted from the stone and burrowed into his head. The alien spores used images from Tour's memory to present themselves as the deity, Bill Murray. The ultra-intelligent fungus imparted intergalactic wisdom upon Tour, though his walnut-sized brain could only handle small bursts of knowledge at a time. He returned to his people, providing words of inspiration by way of Bill Murray quotes and the disembodied visage of his alien companion. Tour set out to bridge the gap between human and Sasquatch, thwarting any effort to exploit or destroy natural resources while connecting with humans who appreciated the environment. He found himself at odds with a rebellious mutant Sasquatch that had nicknamed itself Chupacabra. This hairless beast tried to blend in with humans while secretly devouring livestock, wasting vast amounts of water, and creating a gargantuan carbon footprint. Tour eventually adopted a nickname for himself and pledged to help humanity and the world at large as the stoic hero, Father Bigfoot. There you have it. Father Bigfoot in the flesh. Check us out. Let us know what you thought on Twitter at Megaton City and use hashtag Father Bigfoot to add your two cents on how you feel about him. And go to our webcomic to check out last week's character, Patience Mustard, at MegatonCityNews.com. Well, that was a lot of fun, Luke. I I, I, I don't know what I pictured when you, for, you first said it. Maybe that was it, too, that I thought it was solemn. I just was uncertain, but it was so much fun to start playing around in that weird idea how big a fella do you picture father bigfoot as he's got to be at least eight or nine feet tall that's what i figured your standard bigfoot's what eight nine feet getting getting up to a thousand pounds probably broad shoulders long arms really 1500 maybe twice the size of a grizzly bear a little longer and leaner yeah definitely leaner you ever seen a grizzly bear in real life no no i've been to places up here in canada where that's a genuine like Thing, that there are bears 
What do you think you would do if you saw a bear? If I saw a bear? Out on a hike, say. I would wait just a moment to see if it quoted any Bill Murray. <laughs> and then very quietly run like the Dickens. <laughs> you think you could outrun a bear? No. I can't outrun... <laughs> I can't I can't outrun many things. I think if I'm with you, I'm just going to try to outrun you. <laughs> Couldn't outrun a bear either. I think bears run way faster than people do. Don't they say climb a tree? They used to like lay down and but, cover your head. Yeah, cuz or, or punch it in the face. I've heard people say. say punch it in the mouth or grab its yeah. tongue or yeah. I don't know. That if you fight it, it'll I don't think we would be very good survivalists. Well, it was a lot of fun. So thanks again, Luke. And thanks for joining us on the sixth episode of the B-Mega podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Megaton City. Tell us what you thought of Father Bigfoot. Hashtag Bigfoot. We're on all the social medias, the socials medias, <laughs> and the places where you find the podcasts and all of those things. And check out our daily webcomic at MegatonCityNews.com. And remember to rate us and like us and subscribe. We love all of that. And stay tuned for more because we're coming out with some exciting stuff in the coming weeks. Remember, always be mega. That'd be a great store, wouldn't it? Powers and such. Come on think, down to Powers and such. I think in downtown Megaton City. You're right. Get you a cape and some pixie dust. Yeah. Yeah. The characters and stories in this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations. Copyright 2015.